I know that sometimes when we listen to other people having, you know, these experiences and getting so much connection and messages through dreams or through intuition, we tend to kind of compare. And if we haven't had those experiences, we start to feel bad because we haven't had those experiences. So this is not that kind of podcast. And I'm not the type of person that want you to start comparing your stories to my stories. Please don't, for you and for me. Instead, what I want this space to be and what I want my stories to ignite in you is that there is a possibility. This is my story. You get to share your story. You get to write your own story. At this very moment, you're entering the vortex of Mystic Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. It's Daniela with a solo episode over here. Today is just going to be you and me. And we're going to talk a little bit about the shift of energies that are currently happening as we move into October. I personally love September because it is my birthday. <laughs> And because I just love the transitioning and the seasons that get to shift when trans- when September comes along. But I also love October and what goes after October, like November and December. It's such a magical time. Because although, I mean, yes, of course, I love summer. For me, summer is sometimes is very intense. Like the sun gets me really tired and I'm not used to, I wouldn't say I'm not used to it, but I don't like feeling that kind of tiredness because I feel like it's over stimulating vitamin D, if you know what I mean. But I know I'm in the weird spectrum on this because those of you listening are probably saying that you absolutely love the sun in summer as much as you can get of it. Anyway, we are transitioning to a new era, the end of 2020, the end of quite a year. Like, oh my goodness, let's take a breath. Yeah, we made it. We're on the end of 2020 or towards the end of 2020 and really... What an awakening year. And as we move into the October and Halloween month, witchy month, I want to talk to you guys a lot about intuition. So last month we talked all about abundance and money and understanding female and masculine energies and all that has to do with inviting more into our lives. And then this month, I want to share with you guys more about intuition, our sensory, our connection to the universe, our psychic abilities, (laughs) and all that we get to experience that it's not directly in the physical world. So 
we'll dive a lot more into that. I have a lot of guests that are coming, or not a lot of guests, but some guests <laughs> that are coming this month to share with us their experiences with energy and their experiences with intuition and how they navigate their world. So that's super fun. And in this episode, I was just in meditation this morning, kind of putting together some of the things that I wanted to share with you about what's going on in my personal life and in my energetic and self-development life. (laughs) And one of the things that I wanted to share with you is, and I've shared it on Instagram a couple of weeks ago, the idea that I've been having so many snake dreams and they usually come a couple a month for the last few months and they're scary. I mean, snakes. I really don't like snakes. I think they're beautiful, but I think they're absolutely the most scary thing, (laughs) the most scary creature in the entire world. So I'm very afraid of them. And in my dreams, they chase me and they want to bite me. Which is, again, like, even more scary. So what I really didn't understand, it's the reason why I kept on having this dream where I was so afraid of them. Because I know from the medicine world how they have a lot to do with a spiritual awakening, a lot to do with the obscure, a lot to do with the transformation and the awakening of a spiritual growth. And I mean, I was wishing that within those dreams, I could be friends with them. (laughs) You know, since it's the dream world and they couldn't really hurt me. But that was not the idea. So if you've had snake dreams... This is going to be really juicy for you. I kept having these dreams and I've noticed that every time I was super scared and I just wanted to get out of there. So the last time I had this dream, which was, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I I really decided to dive deeper into the reason why I was having these terrifying dreams. So I pull out the cards of the medicine cards and started to read about the snake's medicine. And I also went on the internet (laughs) and Google some more information about the hidden message behind snakes. And the truth is, is that I deep down knew what this meant all along. But this is the tricky thing about us as humans, that we can know deeply down But we're just not ready to accept it or to see it consciously. So when I was reading about the medicine of the snake, which is pretty much the shedding of the skin. So it's the shedding of layers of what we thought we were at some point in life that we're not anymore. And it is a shedding of old patterns and old lies and all resistance and the shedding of what we think keeps us safe and protected from the world. But the true, but in reality, it is just a fear 
of what's underneath the skin that is really old, the skin that it's not longer in resonance to what we're becoming. So the shedding of the skin is not only the shedding of personalities, of constructed personalities that we created for ourselves, but the shedding of the skin is the letting go of what we hold on to so tightly in order to protect ourselves and to create the illusion that we are safe and that we are protected. Because once we let those layers go, once we really loosen the grip of our skin or of our protection skin, then we are more vulnerable. And we're not only more vulnerable, but also we discover our inner strength and our inner power, which, as I'm going to share with you a little later on in this episode, can also be scary to find out that we were so powerful all along and that we have gifts and abilities that make no sense and they are extraordinary and that we have been walking on this earth with these powers contained, hidden, put in a way. So personally, what this skin shedding of the snake's dreams for me was that my whole life, or I wouldn't say my whole life, but there has been times in my life where I had kind of loosened the grip of a lot of things without wanting to. And that was really scary. So for me, I like to make sure that my environment and that everything keeps me really safe and grounded to the point that sometimes I like to feel so comfortable and so safe that it prevents me from shedding that, loosening the grip and allowing myself to be vulnerable enough to receive the next stage. So how does that really look like? I was walking the other day and one of the things that came to me was the moment you're willing to lose it all, it's the moment you are able to gain it all. And that's when it really click the snake dream and this idea that when we're willing to, and if you're listening to this conversation, I want you to listen to this. When you're willing to let go of the identity that you have built around yourself, when you are willing to let go of what you think keeps you safe and grounded and secure and protected, once you're willing to shed that which have kept you going for so long, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a, a material thing, whether it is a work environment. Once you're willing to lose the grip, the grip of that being your safety net and you're willing to shed that skin, that's when you allow yourself to discover the power that you have of building yourself back up of recognizing the gifts that you haven't been using, of stepping into an even more powerful place where you actually don't need a safety net 
because you have yourself. So I realized, and since that last snake dream where I really wanted to go deeper and understand why I kept on having these dreams, I haven't had one again. I don't know if I will have one. I will keep you posted for sure. But talking about the dream world, I don't have dreams all the time. And I believe that sometimes when I talk about what happens in my dreams, people think that I have extraordinary dreams or crazy dreams all the time, which I don't. I have like seasons of dreams, of a lot of dreams and a lot of um, active dreaming. But I also have times where I just, I don't remember anything. I'm sure I dream, but I don't remember anything. So I know that sometimes when we listen to other people having, you know, these experiences and getting so much connection and messages through dreams or through intuition, we tend to kind of compare. And if we haven't had those experiences, we start to feel bad because we haven't had those experiences. So this is not that kind of podcast. And I'm not the type of person that want you to start comparing your stories to my stories. Please don't, for you and for me. Instead, what I want this space to be and what I want my stories to ignite in you is that there is a possibility. This is my story. You get to share your story. You get to write your own story. And if anything... What I do when I talk about these things is that I'm activating things that perhaps you are not allowing in your environment right now. So when I talk about my stories, it's more so than an activation, like a remembrance in your body to give yourself the permission to have the experiences that perhaps you were a little scared to have. So if it hasn't happened yet, I don't want you to start forcing it. I don't want you to start overthinking about it. Whenever you're ready for the dream world to be activated in you, if there is a message that needs to come that way, because it doesn't necessarily have to, then it will happen. Anyway, so as I got the idea of the snake shedding, more and more things started to come into my life in order to begin to heal that shedding of the skin even deeper. So programs and things and learnings and teachings and understandings dropped into my lap for me to really shed the skin. And the thing is, is that throughout our lives, we get to transform, meaning we'd like to get meaning out of things. We love to make meaning out of things. So we create a personality, a container. And that's when we really get caught up in, oh, but is that me? But is that not me? But is it me? But is it not? But the truth is, is that it could be you, but tomorrow it could be not. Because that's how fast we get to transform and move. So yeah, I don't dream all the time, but sometimes I do. And if you have dreams... And you're wondering how to decipher them or if they even have a message. Mostly I want you to know that a lot of the stuff that happens in my dreams, I don't really understand it after a long time. After I'm ready to. 
So I've had been having the snake dreams for a while, but I wasn't ready to see it. I wasn't ready to go and find the message. I wasn't ready for it. So that's important to know. The other thing that's been happening is the awakening of the feminine who carries the lessons of September into this month. For me personally, I believe that if it's happening to me, it's happening absolutely to the collective, is the rising of the feminine as it's never happened before. And we are remembering that the feminine carries a power that goes beyond anything that we could have imagined. And then every woman on this planet carries that power inside of them. And for so many years, we thought that we were less or that we had been kind of carrying a curse for being women. So that's a lot of exploration that's been happening personally. And I'm looking forward to find some guests who will go deeper into the topic since I'm not an expert. I am just starting to, within my own, like I said the other day, sit on my throne. And I was talking to my sister and telling her that that was the the thing that I was working on at the moment, sitting on my throne. And she was just like, so what's going on? <laughs> Are you a queen now or what? And the truth is, is energetically, when I think about the sitting on the throne, it's the idea of remembering that there is not so much about the doing of everything that we do, but it's about sitting in this energetic frequency in which we remember that being it's enough that just by existing just by enjoying and experiencing the present moment that is enough because then we build one present moment at a time into a lifetime of presence and awareness and if we're dropping into every moment with that presence and awareness we are receiving the beauty that is here for us, and that is femininity. And when I talk about femininity, I talk about the energetics of femininity, so not only about the gender. Anyway, as I process that into my reality, I'm sure I'll be sharing with you more on that. But I was in meditation this morning, thinking what to, or not thinking, but downloading some of the stuff that perhaps wanted to be shared in this episode today. And one of the things that came through was intuitive abilities or these psychic abilities or the extrasensory senses that we all have and how we awaken to those intuitions, hints, and the ever-knowing or the higher-knowing And I remember when I started working on my intuition, I mean, I didn't even know that it was a thing. And when I started to know that it was a thing, I was so scared of it. Because I was scared that I was right. And then after I became more aware of it, then I was scared that I was wrong. (laughs) So it was a really funny path to get back into my intuition because... Again, 
what happens with our intuition and our psychic abilities and what are the psychic abilities to begin with it's the ability to sense into what's beyond the physical form that's it so our psychic abilities are those abilities that allowed us to not only gather the physical information but the energetic information and we get to do that by many things or many ways which is we get to censor that through the body we get to censor that through audio we get to censor that to cognitive recognition but basically what it really is at the very core of things like it is just gathering information that it's not in the physical world or that we cannot see in the physical world. Therefore, it's just energy. So if you're here like, do I have intuition? Do I have psychic abilities? Yes, because you're an energetic being. So you have the capacity to sense energy around you. And energy carries information. And that's where the messages from the intuition or from the psychic abilities come from. Intuition one-on-one. -on -one. Simply tapping into the energies around you and the energies of the universe to gather information. That may help you in understanding the bigger perspective of what's happening with you right now. So it really is like a connectedness to everything around you. And when we, once we put it that way, I think what happens is that we start disconnecting it from so much mysticism and so much um, compound meaning about whether you have intuition or not or whether you listen to your intuition or not or whether you have psychic abilities or not. If we kind of like break it down to just the purest, most simple way I think this heaviness that we put into it and this forcing that we put into having it whew, can fade away to some extent so what happened for me when I started to gather that I had intuition it was that I would know if I was here sitting and somebody was coming my way my intuition will tell me this person is coming, so I will feel the person's energy in the room before the physical body of the person was in the room. And that terrified me. I was like, what is happening? Why do I have this information? And what does that information say about who I am? Because, of course, with this deep wound that we have about witches and about the mysteries and about, um, you know, knowing beyond, I was terrified that people were going to think that I was a witch and that I was weird and that I don't know, that I was who I was not at the moment. So going back to the identities that we that we create for ourselves, this new awareness of my intuition didn't fit the personality that I created for myself at the time. So this intuition was questioning the identity that I was presenting to the world and the identity that I was so clinging on to who I was. 
And that's why I was so afraid of it. Because I was afraid of, again, shedding the skin of that identity and becoming one that was even more powerful. But that meant that I had to be vulnerable enough to allow myself to experience something that was completely different. And I had to be vulnerable enough to allow people to see me for something that I still didn't know what it was. And that I had to put in myself in a position where I was exposed to people calling me or saying or seeing me in ways that I could not control. You see, everything is tidying together. <laughs> so anyway, when my intuition started coming in, and when I say my intuition has started coming in, it's my awareness of the energies around me and the information that that energy carried it started to kind of come into my consciousness because it's already there. Like we live in this energy this space all the time. So it's not that it was never there and all of a sudden it was there. It was that I was doing the inner work in order to allow those things to come through. I was doing the inner work of putting myself in ways that I needed to heal what I thought was me in order to see who I really was. So, and, and if you're listening to this and you're questioning, okay, but how do I start? <laughs> how do I start to do that? And it's as simple as getting really curious about your intuition because not everybody has that curiosity. Or maybe they do, but they're way too afraid to really ask the question of, okay, I'm ready to receive it. Because we think that what we are interested in, everybody else is, but they're not. And there is a reason why. So if you're curious about intuition, and I'm sure you are because you're in this space, in this vortex of mystic, then all you really have to do is to continue to be really curious and allow the universe to bring you the spaces and the things and the people and the triggers that will shift you into a timeline where you awaken into what's already inside of you. I also remember after coming back from Bali, I was in a yoga class and my friend was supposed to meet me right after. And I was in the changing room after the yoga class. I took a shower, I put on my clothes, and I remember that we didn't really say where we were going to meet. I just knew that he was, my friend was going to meet me right after the class. So the moment I finished putting my clothes on in the, in the lockers and I was going to walk out, I remember that I already knew that he was sitting in this sofa in the, lo in the lobby of the yoga studio. And I was like, how? I just had like a flash image of him sitting there. I knew in my intuition, it was like, you don't have to hurry. He's here. He's waiting. Take your time. You don't have to text him. You don't have to do anything. Just take your time. Because I was super hurried because I couldn't text him at the time. I don't remember why. And I was like, what? And I was so curious, but at the same time, so scared of going out and finding out where he, whether he was sitting on that coat, on that sofa or not. So 
I was kind of like, I want to know if I'm right, but I'm also scared that I am. Or what if I'm not? But I feel like at the time, because it was so new to me, if I was not right, it was more okay. Because it was just something that I imagined, which then it was okay. But if I was right, then that meant that I was into something that I didn't know much about. I go out from the shower, uh, from the lockers, go out through the lobby, and of course he's sitting exactly where I pictured it. Sitting there waiting for me, and then he looked up and said, hey, shall we go? And I was like, what just happened? How, 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 how? But of course, because again, if we go back to the energetics, his energy was there already, so that's what I tapped into, not what my eyes could see. So I was not limited to what my eyes could see, but I could just tap into his energy and know where he was so that I didn't have to rush. So that I could just be. And this is the information that the intuition carries and gives us in order for us to live a more fulfilled and relaxed and peaceful because sometimes we get so caught up in our head about not knowing what we, not knowing things that we can see with the eyes. So about not knowing where this is going to go, where this is placed, what is that, what is this? Because we want to see everything, we want proof of everything. And that's very stressful. Very, very stressful. And sometimes we even stress ourselves for no reason. Like, I didn't have to be stressed about not being able to text him. Like, everything was going to work out anyway. So it was very unnecessary. And my intuition was just like, let us help you. <laughs> let us help you with information that is going to benefit you so that you can relax and be in this moment. Because ultimately, with the universe and the experience from all my channelings, and when I tap into talking to multidimensional beings and my highest self, ultimately what they really wish for us is that we drop in the present moment and that we feel our bodies and that we relax into the experience that we're having as humans. So in that idea of the intuition, what happened afterwards is that I started to work with my intuition. So I started to practice okay, if David, my partner, was coming home, I wanted to kind of see if I could guess when he was coming home energetically. And I started to practice in a way that it was more like a fun experiment to see if I was able to decipher energies without the physical proof of things being there. And I worked with that for a little while and it was fun. And some of it, sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. But what I really realized is that the information came where I needed it the most. So it was fun to play with it and to know that, yeah, sometimes it was right and sometimes it worked and that it, it, I was practicing my muscle of listening and giving the intuition the voice, which helped because now I didn't have to be so afraid of the messages when they came. So it was a great practice. And he helped me kind of develop that muscle and that relationship with the inner voice of the intuition. But what I've noticed 
the most is that the information came strongly and directly when I needed it the most. So if it was to my benefit to know a certain thing, it was there. Whether it was an image that flashed in my head or a knowing of something that was about to happen or a feeling in my body of nervousness of something that I was putting myself through that I was not supposed to. Because sometimes, and I mean, I'm included in this, that we kind of latch on and cling on to the idea that we always have to be receiving and things always have like the dream world. So we're like, I want to be dreaming all the time and I want to be connected to this all the time and I want to receive messages all the time. And then what we're doing more, it's feeding our ego into, oh, I'm the person who does this. Or wanting validation for all the things all the time. And personally, like I said, it comes in seasons. Sometimes I am so receptive and messages are coming so rapidly and directly that I can spend hours in meditation a day. And some days... I spend 15 minutes and that's pretty much it. And if I don't have a client, I really don't have any more connection. And that's okay. Right before I was creating Soul Abundance, I was in meditations for hours, downloading the codes and the understandings that I'm now teaching inside Soul Abundance. But after... I mean, now that I'm in the program and I know all the codes and I had downloaded so much, I am not getting so much anymore. Like if I go and sit and ask for something, yeah, the the answer is there. But it's not like it's just coming at a rapid speed all the time because it had a purpose then. And once the purpose was fulfilled, when that information was needed for a certain reason, it came through. And then now it's like, We're here, but we don't have a need to prove anything or to constantly give you information, constantly talk to you just so that you don't doubt that you have a connection to the universe. What happened with my intuition afterwards, it's that when I started to get even more and more connected to my intuition... Like I knew how it worked. I knew the voice. I knew the senses in the body. I just started to kind of develop that. And and that happened, you know, let's say one year or two years of, of really working with it. What happened is that when I started receiving clients and reading for my clients at the beginning, I was like, oh, this is so cool to just get information from you and help you get, gain clarity about who you are and where you are at the moment and maybe even receiving messages from disease that are ready to give you a message and at the beginning it was just fun because I had no attachment to what that meant about me because it's always about us I mean we are our own universe but then the more I started to get more clients the more I put myself in pressure of being right all the time And I knew that my clients expected a lot of information when they came to see me. And that's when the doubt 
and the pressure and the forcing came. When I was really scared of saying things that I that were not right, that's when when I started to kind of disconnect from the source. And I think this is what happens to a lot of people that start or at least to a lot of my students who start to awaken into their intuition, they're really afraid that they're going to be wrong and they want to be right all the time. And I have to say a couple of things about that. The first thing that I want to say is that when the information comes, it's always right, but the translation may not be. Because listen, I mean, we get information from the universe in, in energy form, and then we have to translate it into the words who are very limited and not only the words, but our own understanding of the world and our own experiences. In our expression, we're limited to what we've felt, to what we've been living by. We're limited to what we've gone through. So if I'm channeling for somebody, I'm channeling with my own limitation of my ability to express. That is why when I trans-channel, meaning I really truly get out of the way, and the more I practice a trans-channel, the purest the message becomes. Because then it's not really limited to my own understanding of the universe and my own understanding of the human experience, but it's really just me getting out of the way and allowing the unknown to be a thing. But for those of you who are just starting to get messages from the universe or to even listen to your intuition, I want you to know that when you start to overthink and you start to put pressure in whether you're right or you're wrong or your intuition said this or said that, when we leave the world of it being a playful experience and a fun experience, then we get on our own head. And then it becomes a game to prove that we're right instead of a game of understanding how the universe works. And a game of understanding bigger and broader concepts of awareness and all that we can be. So I hope that this has somehow illuminated the way in which you see this world of intuition or this world of being witches or this world of channeling because truly what it is at the very end of it it's the ability and the curiosity to tap into the energies that exist everywhere that we cannot see with the eye and if that already exists I mean it's not like we're creating anything then we're able to tap into that information because we are created from the same thing. We are energy. So it really is a question of if we're able to touch something physical, we should be able to just equally tap into energy. It shouldn't be different. The only difference is that in the physical, you have something to hold onto that gives you proof that it exists. And in the energy world, it's a lot more sensatory. So you just got to play with your imagination knowing that it's there. But both of them exist. 
both the physical thing and the non-physical thing. Ooh, these concepts, I think, even if you don't understand anything about what I'm saying, I'm telling you, we're activating you into remembering that you knew all this all along and that this is your nature. You're an energetic being at nature and you're an intuitive being at nature. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I am so excited to continue this journey of sharing my experiences in order to activate you and in order to expand your consciousness. And the Mystic community keeps on growing. And that just makes my heart beat a little faster. It's just so beautiful to see this community grow. And to have, and we've having so many downloads. You guys are listening to the podcast and downloading. And oh my God, it's just beautiful to see the process of it growing and all of us coming together to learn the things that we are desiring to experience in this moment in time. So I hope you start your October with mystery with a little bit of a spark and a little bit of, hmm, what's the end of the year coming? Or what's the end of the year got for us? And I hope that this episode also helps you navigate intuition even more, whether you already knew about intuition or you're just very new to it. I think both ways you can take so many nuggets from this conversation or from from this solo. I love you. I send you a giant hug of energy that activates you into the rest of your day, whatever you are. If you really enjoyed this episode and it sparked something in you that you believe somebody else also needs to hear it, please share. Share with the people around you that could benefit from listening to this because the more awakened beings we have in this planet the faster we raise our consciousness and our vibration to be able to heal collectively, which is the whole idea of 2020. So share with your friends, share with your family, share with anybody that could benefit from this conversation. And don't forget to just really quickly leave a review, leave some love into the Mystic Podcast to help us continue to share and continue to bring amazing guests into this space. Have a beautiful rest of your day. I cherish your presence in you. Until next time.